All right, well, welcome to the All In Podcast. I am Pastor Tim Aiken, pastor here at First Baptist Douglasville, joined today by our Associate Pastor of Discipleship, Pastor uh, Eli Bird, here on the All In Podcast. We want to talk about going all in with Jesus, His church, and His mission. Well, Pastor Eli, what is the latest with the Bird family? Man, Bird family. So, Honestly, we you know we moved here July second. Uh, that's been good, but we just hosted for the first time ever in our marriage Thanksgiving for Julie's side of the family. Twenty one people came. That, that's not everybody, but it was a it was a loaded house. Social so. distanced. Yeah, we social and distanced. Warm- we had yeah. to, yeah, okay. we do all that, but <laughs> it was a good time, man. Good yeah. to be with family, uh, even in the midst of all this stuff that's going on. But it was good, and uh, in the, in next week we're gonna. Be going to Wake Forest. I'm officiating a wedding, so okay. trying to get the whole family there. Be so good. busy, busy in the Bird family. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we love the Bird family, mm-hmm. man. Four, four awesome kids, awesome wife. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, you definitely uh, outpunned your coverage right. and married above yourself, <laughs> and uh, like many of us have. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, love the Bird crew. Well, today we want to talk about personally going all in with Jesus. What does that mm-hmm. look like to yeah. to make that personal decision? Yeah. To personally give my life to Christ, say, hey, I'm all in with Jesus, I'm leaving everything else behind. And one of the things I love about being a pastor is mm-hmm. the opportunity to hear people's stories. Yeah. Okay? In the churchy world, we call it a testimony. Yeah. And so a story of how they decided to uh, you know, leave whatever else before they were pursuing behind and decide to follow Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior. So I know you were a very gifted athlete, still are, but not quite to the same level very that true. you once were, uh, but very gifted uh, athlete, high school, yeah. and then went to play college at a, at a pretty high level uh, quarterback. But it was mm-hmm. during that time that God really, really got a hold of your heart. So just share us a little bit about what happened and how you made that decision to man, give it all in, to go all in with Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. So honestly, man, it really went back to when I was about 12 years old. I made a profession. Uh, I heard a pastor say, you know, the only way for you to get into heaven was on your own faith, all right? You can't get in on anybody else's faith. And I'm like, Grandma Mamie <laughs> is right there with Jesus. Like, I, if I can't get in with her, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm in a bad situation. So at that point in time, I walked down the aisle just because I, man, I, I want to go to heaven. I don't want to go to hell, right? Well, when I, it wasn't until I got to college, and I'm skipping a lot, but it was really there where I heard the grace of the Lord, experienced that grace through his people, but then also heard the truth about the gospel. Now, I would walk around and say I was a Christian because I made the profession, right? That's what you do. But man, I live recklessly, right? As many can imagine, uh, uh, college quarterback, starting, all that kind of stuff, you fill in the blanks, right? But it was a few things that took place in 2006. One, Tom Brady got interviewed. He said, you're a model, Uh, you're married to a model, You're, you're a star quarterback champion, what do you have to say for your life? That dude said, it has to be more to life than this. And I'm looking like I want to be where he is, and he's saying there has to be more. Another guy in the league, he committed suicide that year. So that was that. I'm hearing the, the truth of the gospel. I'm being, uh, you know, experiencing God's grace. Then I get to Matthew 7, one, uh, Matthew 7, 21 through 23. Mm. Not everybody who calls me Lord, Lord, will enter into my heaven, only right. those who do the will of the Father. And I said, well, haven't we prophesied in your name? Haven't we cast out demons in your name? Have we done many miracles in your name? And Jesus said, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me, right? So for me, it was really about being known by Jesus. Mm. And at that time for me, 19 years old, being in an environment where, you know, we say it's a Christian school, but you don't necessarily have to live that out fully. 
not really having a lot of great examples of what that looks like, mm -hmm. right? So for me, I was like, man, it's either football or Jesus. <laughs> right. I couldn't wed the two together. Right. And I'm like, man, I, I'm not promised tomorrow. Tom Brady's up there saying whatever. The other guy that committed suicide, they, the way they described his personality is very much like mine. I'm like, no, <laughs> there's no way. So with that being the case, I chose to step away from football. One of the most uh, challenging times of my life. <laughs> yeah, so what was, what was the response? Like, How did your coaches, how did your teammates, how did your – how did people that were around you – You would put me on the spot. How did they – yeah, how did they <laughs> – how did they respond oh. Respond to that? Man, so a lot of the relationships I had with the players, right, a lot of guys knew what was going on in my life. And so they were like, man, we're here with you. We understand this is a decision that you're making. Man, we're there for you. Um, roll with it. I can't say that that was the thing all the way through, right? There were those who said, this is not of Jesus. You shouldn't be doing that. You got folks that said, you're betraying us. We don't want you around our team. We don't want you around our facilities. Mm. That hurt. Mm. Um, and I had to go tell my parents, like, I'm not playing football anymore, yeah. which my pops was like, you can make it in the league. I believe I can make it. A lot of people, and, and people say that, right? Man, we go out to play Hawaii. Man, by the time this dude's a senior, he's going to get picked up to play on Sunday, right? So you, you, I mean, I didn't go, right? Eh. But you had this tangible feel of like, right. I can do it. But I got to tell my folks, mm. I ain't doing that no more. Yeah. At the time I took my ex-girlfriend, my mom was like, I said, I got to tell y'all about something. She was like, What'd you, what, what do you got to say? <laughs> she said, uh, I ain't playing football. She was like, so oh, maybe okay. she's a little relieved at that kind of Yeah, because yeah. she's like, well, I thought you got her pregnant, right? Yeah. yeah. Not that yeah. one it is, but yeah. my dad, I, honestly, man, you could, you could cut the tension in the air with a butter knife. Mm. It, was, it was thick. It was difficult for Pops yeah. at the time. And understandable. Um, but, man, how that has changed our relationship yeah. ever since then. It's, it's been incredible. So, yeah, the response was all over the board. I, ended up got, I got interviewed by Channel 2 News like, what are you doing? So I just want to follow Jesus. <laughs> yeah. At the time, I wanted to be an artist and, and do all these other things, but you know, I was like, I just want to follow Jesus, so this is what I'm doing. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah man. If you, could, if you could boil it down to the, to the why. So why, why – you know, obviously, it was a very hard decision. Yes. And there was some fallout. Yes. And, and not everybody agreed with it, but if mm -hmm. you could boil it down and say, hey, this is why I did it, this is what made it worth it, but what, what, would, be mm. the, what would be the answer? I, I, there's a lot of things, but here, here, when you think about it, right, you have many people that talk about the fame and the glory of whatever, not just football, basketball, whatever. And you have a lot of folks that say, man, it, it does not satisfy, mm. right? For me at the time, there were a lot of other things that I was doing that was preventing me from living freely, mm. right? But when I think about Jesus and what he's done, he came and gave his life. Like he, The scripture says that there was no sin found in him at all. And the wages of sin is death. He wasn't the one that was supposed to die. We were. And he chose to give his life so that we can have life mm -hmm. and that in abundance, meaning yeah. everlasting life, knowing the Father in him, the one who's created everything. So if that's the case, if, if he's saying, this is what it is, I will give you everything you need. And I have these other things out here that seem to give, you know, some kind of pleasure. When you really weigh them, mm -hmm. following the Lord is way more important mm -hmm. 
than the things that sports can give or any other kind of money, fan, you, you name it. Sure. Now, I'm not saying that those things are evil in and of themselves, but for me, I could not. It just did, it just, it just did not weigh the same. Like, sure. the way I, I believe the Holy Spirit just convicted my heart is that this is nothing in comparison to what I'm going right. to have with Jesus. Right. And so yeah. the fact that he gave everything, yeah. like he shed blood, he died for me. I ain't got nobody on my football team dying for right, me. Okay, right, like, right. So, so, so essentially, look, I, I I choose to go all in with Jesus because He went all in with me first, hands down. Right. So it gets back to you know the word we use always the gospel, right? So it gets yeah. back to because Jesus did this for me, He then expects this from me, and then I'm I I choose to willfully give it to Him because of the love and the grace. Right. They show me now. One thing that you said, I want to come back to. Uh, you're 19, so you're mm-hmm. young. You know, Lord's doing a great work in your life, but you were having a hard time figuring out how do I wed mm-hmm. a love for football and pursuing this dream mm-hmm. at the same time, a love and a submission to Jesus. And I think sometimes that ha- what happens sometimes uh, in the Christian life is we create kind of two worlds. Absolutely. Right? So I got the I got the sacred world, the yep. spiritual world, the yep. churchy world over here. Jesus, this mm-hmm. is Bible reading, this is going to church, prayer, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I got the secular yeah. world over here, football or yeah. my job or my family <clears throat> or mm-hmm. what, whatever it is, right? Yeah. And we try to separate the two in yeah. two different places. Uh, so looking back several Absolutely. years later yeah. now, is there a way to try to wed those two worlds together? And if so, what does that look like? Hands down. Okay. Absolutely. All right. right? Um, so I'm not critiquing your yeah, decision. No, I'm just and, asking. And, and that's something. Every time I tell people my testimony, I always say, "Now it was the decision that I made. Mm. It's not everybody's decision to right. do that, because there is no divide. Right. Like He's Lord of all, right? right? For me, I didn't know how to live that out faithfully, right? Okay. At that time, for me, once again, not just being young in age, but also, man, I'm a new believer, mm-hmm. right? A lot of my old ways were still there. And so the way I operate or have operated, you tell me, here's the rule. Here's the line. Yeah. I'm going to push it. <laughs> and if you let me cross that line and you don't give me any repercussions, it's not a rule, right? right? So uh, for me, it was just like, man, I, I, I can. But anyways, there's a way to wed them two together. Man, following after the Lord, one, it, it, also, it also takes a community to help okay. you to figure out how do we do this. And a community that's going to support you mm-hmm. to say, this is how we do this, right? When, when I said I wanted to step away, there was no... I had a pastor who said, man, are you sure that this is what... And he challenged the mess out of me. I'm right. like, yeah, no, I think, yeah. yeah. But I had no other support with those coaches, AD, whatever, to say, let's try to walk through this, right? Because right? you can be a Christian and play. And after that, man, I've been able to see fellas that have done it well. Um, Tim Tebow, right. you know, Steph Curry. And I know people are like, oh, they ain't really explicit... You whatever, right? right? Um, but there is a way to do it. And, and one of the main ones I think is healthy and needed is just for people to have that support system with the people of God that are going to walk with them through what this looks like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so what I, I mean, the, the thing that's to applaud you for is that when you made the decision, hey, I'm going to give my life to Jesus for you, at the time you didn't have the ability to filter through how do I have Jesus and all these other things. So for yeah. you, you just said, I'm going to choose Jesus. That's it. Right? And so at least... At the minimal, what you did was you chose Christ mm-hmm. over these other things. Mm-hmm. And as you matured and as you've grown older and, and you wiser in your faith, you've learned to realize, okay, no, Jesus should be able to speak into and reign Absolutely. over all these things in my life. Mm-hmm. There, there really should be this this uh, 
sacred and secular should be working together, right. and Christ should be right. Lord of all of it, right? Absolutely. But you, you didn't have that at the time, and so you chose Jesus. And so essentially what you're saying in your, in your story, which I think should be true of every believer, mm-hmm. is at the end of the day, you know, when it comes to a genuine relationship with Jesus, it really is all... Or it is nothing, hands down. Right? I mean, I mean, I mean, you can't be cold, or you get you, you can't be lukewarm, right? right you right. got to be hot or cold. Bible language, right? You can't be right. can't be lukewarm. Can't be in the middle. Can't ride the fence. Can't have your cake and eat it too. Whatever right. illustration you right. want to to, yeah. to, you know, Jesus isn't interested in being number two or number three, right? He has to be number one, and not only that, he has to be preeminent, right? Right above above it all. I mean, one one verse, you know, straight from the Bible, you know, Luke fourteen is this passage of scripture where Jesus begins to really. Uh, kind of iron out for his disciples, hey, here's what discipleship, here's what following me mm-hmm. really looks like. And he says some really hard stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, he talks in there about hating family members and leaving yep. all this kind of stuff behind. Yep. And in our modern culture, you look at that and go, man, he's kind of radical and harsh. And, but he, at the end, uh, in verse 33, he says, uh, if any of you does not renounce all mm. that he has, yeah. he cannot be my disciple. And it yep. doesn't mean you can't have a good family and you can't have money and financial yep. success or, or, or vocations. It doesn't mean that. It just mm-hmm. means you can't choose to love and to worship and desire those things above right. Jesus. At right. the end of the day, you have to be willing to lay down all of those things mm-hmm. to go all in uh, w- with Christ. And again, we, we came back to uh, the gospel. So if I, yeah. if I were to ask you, hey, define for me the gospel. What what is the gospel? Yeah. Explain that for me biblically. Yeah. So I say initially, it's the good news of Jesus Christ. What is it about Jesus and what he's done that makes this good news, right? So we've sinned, all of us. And I know people are like, oh, yeah, no, I'm a good person. Look, if you lied this morning, if you coveted something that, that's not yours, you've sinned. Right. And the Bible says the wages of sin is death. One sin, not you got to outweigh... That's it. But Jesus, coming from glory, being born of a virgin, right? So born of a woman that has not known a man, <laughs> there's no confusion. His father <laughs> is God. Right. Conceived by the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. to let you know he is fully God, he's fully man. He chose to come in the likeness of a man, right? And live a life that we could not live, that the first Adam could not live. All of the things that the father wants us to do, we haven't done. But Jesus did. And not only that, Jesus says, I'm, I love, I love this language. He set his face like a flint to go Mm. to Jerusalem, Mm. to die. That's what he came to do. So that those who trust in him would not die, but have everlasting life. Now, the reason why this is good news, and it becomes more and more good news, because one of the things my wife and I like to watch is Leah Remini's show and Mark Renda, Scientology. (laughs) (laughs) But Scientologists, Mormons, Jehovah's Witnesses, a lot of what goes on there is this works bait. You got to mm-hmm. do this. You got to do this. You right. got to. And if you don't do it well enough, you get right. excommunicated. Right. You get targeted. You become just this enemy, and we're gonna cancel you. Right. Yeah. That's that's how it is there. Yeah. With Jesus, that's not the case. Right. He says, "I know you can't do it. I'm gonna do it for you. Right. All you have to do is trust and believe in me." But that trusting and believing is walking with him mm-hmm. in that. Right. So, uh, man, he died. He was buried, proof of his death. Mm. He rose again mm. and was seen by many witnesses. Man, proof that he is alive. Right. And a lot of scholars that do research, that do it right, recognize 
that is true. What 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 Paul wrote in in Corinthians fifteen, right. it said, "There's that's the best evidence that we have. Right. If that's the case, if he rose from the dead, and that's true, man, I'm trusting everything right. this man said, <laughs> right? And I'm trusting what he also promised us. So right. if that's the case, like, man, that's good news. Right. That I don't have to continually be held captive by my sin, which right. I was. I promise. Like, man, I smoke weed all the time, mm. and they tell you, you get tested." You lose your scholarship, yeah. you go home. My mom already told me, you get in trouble for drugs, I'm disowning you. <laughs> what? Man, after I, the, the Lord relieved me of that, I'm sitting there like, yo, test me. Like, I'm yeah. ready. Like, <laughs> yo, I'm good. Like, the freedom, though. Yeah. Like, good night, yeah. man. So I've experienced this reality. I've experienced this liberty. I've, re- I've experienced life right. now, and it's just a foreshadow of what's to come. Sure. Like, come on, man. Yeah, so, I mean, the motivation behind it, again, going all in, is because you look to the cross, right? You look yes, to what now. Jesus yes. has done. I, I use this illustration a lot because it's easy to, to, to grasp it uh, when I talk about the gospel. So I talk about every Christmas, so we're in the Christmas mm-hmm. season, every Christmas, yeah. you know, my wife and I have to talk through how much we're spending on different people in our life. And you know, some of the people in our life are our nieces and nephews. we got a bunch of them. Yeah. And my brothers and their spouses and things of that nature. Well, when it comes down to how much are we going to spend on my mom and dad, and how much are we going to spend on my in-laws? We never, we never give a cap. Mm. We never give a limit okay. because we say there's no financial way to ever give back to them yeah. what they've done for Absolutely. me. And I feel the same way about the gospel. There's no cap yeah. on what I should be willing to do for Christ mm-hmm. and how much I should go all in for Christ because of what he's done for me. I can yeah. never repay it. right? Mm-hmm. And he doesn't expect me to, but he does expect me, and, and you know, Piper uses this language, to spend and be spent yes. for him, right? Yes. And so that's what he that's what he wants me to do. And I mean, I love hearing stories. I love hearing uh, Christians share their testimonies. I want to encourage all of our listeners, mm-hmm. whether you're watching video or you're listening to it, if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, you know, perhaps you don't feel real confident mm-hmm. in your uh, knowledge of the scriptures, or, or maybe you haven't memorized how to share your faith, or one thing you can do, every Christian can do, is tell their story. That's it. Uh, they can all tell about mm-hmm. what Jesus has done for them. And, you know, one of the things we talk about is going all in with Jesus and his mission. So yeah. one way yeah. to be all in with the mission of Jesus is just to tell people, hey, here's what Jesus has done in my life. Yeah. And here's how he transformed me. And here's how he shaped me. And, man, your story is uh, uh, so powerful. Uh, I want to end. You're a football guy. Come on with right? baby. And uh, former former quarterback, you know, one thing that, that happens – in football, at the end of a half or end of a game, mm. two-minute drill. Let's go, All baby. right? And so I'm just going to – I want our <laughs> listeners to get to know you a little bit better. You're awesome. You and your family are awesome. So just a, a fun guy. So I'm going to just throw stuff out there, answer it, and we can talk about it for a second if we need. But throw some questions out there, and uh, we'll uh, go with it. And I may try to put you on a spot a little bit. That's fine. On a, on a couple of these. These right. were not asked prior to. No, no, no. no yeah. Two-minute drill. Uh, all just off, go all in. off the cuff. Here we go. All right. Be ready. First question. Favorite all-time quarterback? Oh, it's difficult, I'm, <laughs> but I'm just going to throw this out there. Brett Favre. All right. Uh-huh. I wouldn't say he's the best, but, man, I love that dude. Love the, yeah, yeah. He loved the game. Straight with it, yes. Oh, man, yeah. Always he, played it like a kid. Right. He played it had fun. fun. Yeah. I actually wrote Green Bay as a pen pal. Oh, did you? <laughs> they wrote back signatures, all kinds. It was yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. Brett Favre, I like Brett Favre. So he, he used to beat the Cowboys a good bit. I'm a Cowboys fan, but he is awesome. Uh, favorite college football team? Mm, Florida State. I got to roll with it. Yeah. It, I, and I ain't going to lie, that stuff with Clemson yeah. takes me off. Yeah, it's uh, stay committed. I am. They were Trust good for me, a really I'm a, long time. I'm a Florida State fan and I'm yeah. a Jacksonville Jaguar fan. Stay we in We got to roll with it. All right. 
your your beautiful wife is Julie. If you yes. could take Julie on any kind of vacation anywhere oh. in the world, no kids, just you and Julie, where y'all going? My baby and I will go on either a Mediterranean cruise. Okay. Or I mean, we'll do one across the globe. Like if if I have no. Yeah, no limitations. Yeah, no limitations. Money's no issue. My, no li my wife loves a cruise, so okay. we'll do that. Either go to Alaska or that. We'll do uh, the spa yeah. room, balcony, give it the works. Yeah. Uh, but she loves cruises, man. Cruises. All right. That's her thing. Uh, All-time favorite movie? Gosh. Don't judge me. <laughs> actually, I got a few. <laughs> Mulan is actually legit. This new one. Okay. I love Hero. It's so not the animated version, but the... No, the, okay. the 2020. Right. Yeah. Uh, I love Hero. Okay. Jet Li. Yep. But I'm like a Godfather dude. Man. Are you? Okay. Godfather right. 2 all well, day. My dad, my dad's favorite series are Godfather. So you're, okay. good, you're a good company Word. Word. Uh, with my dad. Favorite book of the Bible? Favorite book of the Bible, Ephesians. Okay. And actually, Deuteronomy is is coming coming after that. Okay. The gospel is so clear yeah. in Deuteronomy. All right, two more. Favorite Favorite, favorite holiday? Holiday... Christmas. Okay. Yeah. All right. Last question. Who Who is your all time hero? All time hero. Yeah. Oh, why? Yeah, that's a that's on the spot. Um, I don't. Y'all. Jesus is like I'm. You can say somebody else, but you can. Yeah, yeah. Jesus is yeah. hands down. Um, but man, it, it goes it goes all across the board. But I, yeah. I'd have to say, um, man, my my grandmother, sweet woman. Been through a lot, trusted Jesus, yep. and continually trusts Jesus, and shows us what that looks like. Yep. Um, man, my dad—that's an awesome dude, man. Yep. Like, yep. gosh, he's been an awesome father, and, yep. and he would say he wish he was better. Yeah, but I wish my dad could hear you've been awesome. Yeah, you know. Um, and then my mom, she's yep. with the Lord. Um, but man, the one who's taught me this is how you follow the rules. Whatever I say goes. Yeah, she play no. <laughs> she play around. Yeah. Very good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, very good. Well, yeah, Pastor yeah. Eli will be back Come on. often on the podcast, but anytime we have a new guest for the first time, I want you guys to get to know them a little yeah. bit and yeah. uh, hear their heart. So we, we just started the podcast, new thing for us here in the life of our church. You can look for the link and emails and things like that that we're going to be sending out to you guys. Mm -hmm. Also, wherever you listen to podcasts, you'll be able to find it there as well. You can watch the video or you can simply... Listen to it again. The goal is simply for us to go all in with Jesus, his church, and his mission. So we'll see you next time on the All In Podcast.